My new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, is out. You can get it at capitalistbook.com. Here's what Nicholas said on March 6th on Amazon. Incredibly incisive, useful, and sensible. The author is not greedy and is, in fact, extremely generous and does not hold back on the knowledge he imparts. I've barely made it halfway to the book, and I'm already gushing over the book because it's an absolute gem. Nathan gets to the point quick, shows proof, and best of all, shows you not just what to do, but how to do it in explicit detail. To say the book is actionable is an understatement. Now, you guys that listen to the podcast know I'm detail-oriented, so that review might not surprise you, but I hope you grab the book. It's now a Wall Street Journal instant national bestseller. Grab it at capitalistbook.com. Audible version is available too. Founded FlowHub in 2015, helping folks in the cannabis industry uh, in a legal, compliant, and regulatory way. Again, process payments on location. They're they're working currently right now with about 500 different locations, paying on average, call it 8,000 bucks per year. So doing about 330 grand per month right now. That's up from 120 grand per month back in August 2017. So almost 3x growth year over year. They raised about 8 million bucks, team of 40 people between Denver, San Fran, and LA. Economics healthy, 98% logo retention annually, net revenue retention annually over a hundred percent. They're just now starting to figure out and scale their marketing team to get into things like CAC, payback period, lifetime value, super healthy with low churn. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple of hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Kyle Sherman. He's the founder and CEO of FlowHub and serves on the board of and director uh, directors uh, as chairman. A legalization advocate and entrepreneur, Kyle is finding ways to use technology to help drive cannabis legal- legalization forward responsibly in the United States. Kyle, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready to do it. Let's go. So I have to start with something that's going to make you cringe. You know, everyone thinks when you're doing like a cannabis interview or something, everyone's probably high on the interview. I just want to say no smoking on my end. We're good to go. We're going to talk a lot about the industry and what you're doing to legalize. (laughs) Hey, you know what? I'm loaded on caffeine this morning. Do people always make that uh, assumption? They just assume you're always like smoking or high. You know, you know, it's funny early on, uh, CNN money did a story that talked about us doing that, consuming edibles during brainstorming sessions. And you know, as a team, sometimes we do. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll responsibly consume as a group and we'll, uh, you know, certain departments will sit down and talk and brainstorm other things at five o'clock. It's kind of our version of the bar carts. But, um, you know, no, during the day, we're productive professionals right now. I mean, if I was stoned, I think I'd probably be on a couch. I was going to say, I, I, I have two kinds of friends, the kinds of friends that like they get tired and they pass out. Other kind of friends, they are most creative with the responsible kind of edible in their system or something like that. So let's jump into FlowHub. What do you guys do and how do you make money? Yeah, sure. So we created basically a point of sale compliance platform for cannabis dispensaries. And we're a SaaS platform. That means we charge monthly for our services. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty much how we make money today. And we know we're getting into payments too, which is really exciting. So when you really look at us holistically, we're a point of sale service that offers payment solutions for uh, for this industry. What's the customer pay on average per month? Uh, you know, look, our ACV a year is around $8,000 today. Some go as high as $45,000. 
Uh, it kind of depends on the size of the dispensary, but you can break that down. We typically do a minimum of, uh, of a 12-month contract. So we look at these contracts uh, in, a, in, a, in kind of a 12-month view. But eight grand ACV is a fair average? Yeah, I would say for our single locations, it's probably around eight, eight grand okay. today. And it grows every year, obviously. And are you, do you have a partner for the, it sounds like there's a point to point of sale system. Are you building the hardware yourself or you have a partner for that? No. So we partnered with HP uh, earlier this year to provide an all-in-one solution. So these uh, systems ship uh, from HP over to our customers uh, with our uh, platform installed on it. However, you can install FlowHub on a Mac, a PC, you know, a tablet, any type of hardware, hardware agnostic truly. But for those who just want an all-in-one out-of-the-box solution. They're opening their dispensary. You can get that from HP. It works really well. It's a very cool system. You're subsidizing that for them? You're paying for it for them or they're having to pay extra for that? No, no, they're they're buying that. Okay. And what's that cost? The all-in-one HP solution? An all-in-one HP solution, I think they get those. It kind of depends on all of the hardware options they buy and what state they're in because various states need various, you know, hardware packages. You know, some states have different labels, others you don't. So I want to say it's anywhere between like two grand and 3,500 bucks for an entire setup that includes all your printers and everything. Something along those lines. And how many customers? Well, actually, put this on a timeline for me first. So when did you launch the company? What year? Uh, January 2015, we founded the company, we raised some money, and then really started cranking in April. Okay. And so how much have you raised to date? Uh, about $8 million. $8 million. And was this through like traditional VCs, or did you have to get creative considering the, you know, the industry? No, great question. You know, interestingly, there's actually some VCs that are specific to the space. And so early on, our seed round was led by a group called Poseidon out of San Francisco. And they're kind of one of the premier early stage hedge funds. Uh, uh, I guess I would consider more of a VC actually rather than a hedge fund. But um, uh, they, they were early stage, kind of first to market in the space. And so um, they, they're, they've been very supportive. Uh, after that, Fido Partners, Green Lion Partners, uh, you know, folks like that, JM10, Altitude. These are kind of groups that are really focused on the space, uh, both both West Coast and East Coast. And then, of course, filling it with angels, mentors of mine, folks like that, friends did, and family. Did you pitch Brad uh, and David Cohen? No. you didn't. You didn't they're big, obviously, there in Denver. I was curious if they got in with you. Yeah, what group are they with? Brad Brad Feld uh, and David Cohen. David Cohen oh, founded yeah. TechStars. You know what's funny? Oh, no, of course. No, no, no. Actually, I talked to Ryan McIntyre. Ah, uh, okay. Really early. So Ryan's uh, Brad's partner. But, um, at Foundry. You know, at that time, at Foundry. You know, early on at Foundry, they, I think they were really curious in the space. But, you know, they were looking at it going, well, we can't invest as a fund. Maybe we can do it individually. But, then, you know, that, that's kind of the problem with our industry, right? Like, you, like people are kind of on the fringe. Can we do it as a fund? Do we have to do it individually? Yep. And I think they were kind of debating that internally early on. Got it. Okay. So launch 2015, got cranking. Uh, you got cranking in April this year or April 2015? April 2015. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say. And then how many customers have you scaled to over the past three years? Gosh, we're, uh, we're over... Probably about just under 500 at this point. And all across, it's only US-based or all around the world? All US-based. So we're in 10 states today. Okay, very good. Now, if I take 500 times that ACV you gave me earlier, it puts you at about 300 grand per month in revenue. Is that fairly accurate? Yeah, we're right around 300K. And, and what's growth look like? So take me back a year. What were you doing in August 2017? August 2017, we were at about 1.6. Six million dollar run rate. I want to okay. say so. That's out. That's about a hundred and twenty grand a month. So healthy, more than three x year over year. That's pretty healthy. Oh, it's great. I mean, in the year before that, we were doing a hundred eighty k. So we're, yeah. we're we're growing quick. Where is the growth coming from? Is it literally just adding new dispensaries, or is it expanding the revenue from dispensaries you already had? Uh, both. You know. So w- what we did early on is we kind of started at the top down. We said, hey, let's go serve 
these consolidators, the folks who are growing really rapidly, maybe they have six plus locations. You know, now they're over 20, for example, right? A lot of these customers of ours. And so those guys are kind of our expansion opportunities, right? But when you look at uh, the industry holistically, there's a lot of boutique stores popping up everywhere. We can serve that part of the market as well. So we've kind of worked our way down, right? We started at the top, serve the big guys, built our system so that it can support kind of that scalability and then, uh, you know, worked our way down to the boutiques who are also probably looking to scale over time, but maybe not as aggressively as the bigger folks. What do you mean when you say boutiques? And just to be clear, they're, they're actually sell. What are they actually selling? Like the tools around the industry or the actual, the, I mean, the, like the actual edibles, the actual things you consume. These are cannabis infused products, flower products, you know, vape pens. Uh, these are THC infused goods. Okay. Uh, and when I say boutique, I really mean, this is a, um, considered like a micro brew. Uh, brewery, right? It's um, a small store, maybe owner operated, maybe only a couple terminals, right? This is a small boutique store. There's, maybe they're a little more pricey than uh, your chain store, um, but you're getting really high quality goods. Typically, you get a lot more personalized service. Um, the bigger you go, right? If you have a lot more standards, so you know you, you kind of know what to expect, right? Some of these stores, uh, like the Green Dragons, the Native Roots, you're going to find these guys all over the mountain range, down here in the foothills, uh, you know, expanding nationwide. And that retail experience is similar across the board. So, you know, uh, it's akin to a Starbucks experience versus uh, maybe your local coffee shop. And talk to me about retention. What's net revenue retention annually at today? Uh, we're, we're retaining about 98% of our customers year in year. So, I, you know, really great retention. We have very little churn. Really excited about that. So I mean, look, this is a, it's a sticky platform by nature, right? Because you're running their business. So, I mean, you, once you're on the system, it's, you, why are you going to switch? You know, you just to be clear though, to, to it's just that 98%, that's 98% logo retention annually. Yes. Okay. If you look at it on a, on a money basis, so on a revenue basis, so obviously you churn some revenue, but then you expand revenue as well. Are you above hundred yes. percent net revenue retention? We're right. Yes. We're right around hundred percent. We're right at hundred percent. Okay. That's great. That's really great. Now, if people, if people churn, why do they churn? You know, typically it's a small mom and pop store that maybe, you know, hasn't figured out how to optimize their margins. And so they, they close. Um, so that's kind of, that's a big one. Another one is, you know, look, uh, a lot of these kind of business owners, uh, they don't fully know what they want to do. It's kind of like maybe they, they don't understand what software really means to them. So they're going to switch software providers every year. You know, they just, they're, they're constantly trying to, to uh, grow their business. Maybe ownership has changed, right? There's kind of variables that kind of go into why customers would churn. A lot, like the majority is truly because they shut down, though. They, just, they can't maintain the, the license and, and uh, the, the streaming Yeah, well, I mean, look, well, you know, 80, 90% of SMBs fail in the first year. So, I mean, I get that. That turns actually good considering that space. So, walk me through how you're acquiring these customers. Well, what's, what's your CAC? How are you getting them? Yeah, so the big one it actually is just word of mouth. Because we were first to market in, uh, in Colorado uh, in this newly regulated environment, uh, we basically uh, connected our software to the state regulators so we could push data to and from the state, right? We could push data and pull data down from the state on behalf of our customers, which is required by law. Um, back then, it was being done manually. So we kind of came out of the gate and said, look, we're going to automate all of this. And so uh, literally, it was all word of mouth. That's how we were gaining logos early on. We just started building our sales organization this year, if you can believe it. So it's uh, you know, it's really at this point now, it's just about scaling out the, uh, the, the sales. We're doing more outbound rather than just kind of relying on our inbound leads. So what, what's your team size today? Uh, we're about 40. 40 people all based there in Denver? No. So we have an office in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Uh, and then our headquarters is in Denver. Okay. So 40 people. And of those 40, how many of them are focused on like content or marketing or onboarding or sales? Uh, we've got a team about six at this point between marketing and, uh, and uh, our sales org. 
Okay, so about six people, but but you 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 feel like you haven't yet been able to kind of successfully forecast CAC. You know, it's tough, right? Like I think we're figuring that out. I, I'll, I'll have a good answer for you in about a month and a half. All right, a lot of you guys are like me, and we're always looking for new tools, especially software tools to use in our business to drive growth, any kind of growth. And you always wonder, well, is this tool something I can trust? And that's where online reviews come in. This is where I use Captera.com. And the reason that I use Captera is it's really the leading free online resource to help you find the best software solutions for my business. You know, we're now using Monday.com, we're using Asana for some stuff, we're using Hotjar, and with over 850,000 reviews of products from real software users, you know, Captera helps you discover everything you need to make an informed decision. So they have over 700 specific categories of software ranging from project management to email marketing, etc. No matter what kind of software you guys need, what I need, Captera makes it easy for you to discover the right solution fast. In order to get started, visit captera.com slash top for free today to find the tools that make an informed decision for your business. That's captera.com slash top. Captera, that's C-A-P-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash top. Captera, software selection simplified. Let me ask you, you, you've raised capital. You said 8 million to date. When was the last round? Uh, it was uh, earlier this year. It was right at the beginning of the year. We closed uh, another another small round. Okay, whether it's a good question or not, I'm sure it came up. I mean, when you were raising, I'm sure the CAC question and LTV, like your typical SaaS metrics came up. What did you tell these investors when they said, What's your CAC? How can you spend money to get more customers? Your, uh, so our LTV is five years, about $44,000. Okay. So, so same question though, right? If they ask you like, okay, we're going to give you a million bucks. How are we going to use that to go essentially buy more customers? Where would you spend that money? How do you, how do you answer that question? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think, you know, I don't even, I, I have no idea. Did they ask you that question? No, I mean, we talked about ratios. Like we're, a, we're about a three to one. In terms of LTV to CAC ratio? Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, the only way you yeah, can get a yeah. ratio though, still is to figure out what, what, so if your lifetime value is 44 grand and you know, your ratio is three to one, then you take 44 grand divided by three. So you still have, you still have to have CAC to do that ratio about four. Oh, wait, of, of course. I'm just like off the top of my head right now. I'm sorry. Off the top of my head right now. I don't know that exact number. I'm like, I'm dealing with a ton of other things at the moment. So I like, I just don't know it off the, off, no, no, off no. The top. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm more just interested in, in trying to understand how you're thinking about customer acquisition with the capital that you've raised. So I've heard you say sales, people, any other channels you want to open up? Yeah. I mean, look, sales and marketing is key, right? So our marketing team exists with one person right now. We're going to scale that out. Uh, again, you know, really, really uh, investing in outbound and, and not relying so much on our inbound. We just started doing this like literally in the last probably about five months. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Let's wrap up here. So a lot of this stuff's new, right? I, I guess just to be clear, like a lot yeah. of this stuff's brand new this year. So like we're just now focusing on a lot of these things. You know, it makes, makes good sense, Kyle. I get it. Let's uh, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Ooh, uh, The Hard Things About Hard Things. Uh, I love Bold. I think Bold is a, a great way to, to think about the future. I don't know if you've read that one. Stealing Fire is another great one by Steve Kotler. Um, uh, Zero to One is a good one. Um, uh, you know, one of my favorites is not a business book, but that gives you a really high level way to look at the world as sapiens. I think it's just an amazing look at humanity and, and how we got to where we are today and how humans work together, which is helpful in building teams, right? Yeah. Number so, two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Is, I'm sorry? A CEO you're following or studying? 
am I following or studying? Like somebody, are you asking? Yeah. Is there a CEO that you're following or studying? Oh, is there a CEO that I am? Yeah. Look, I think, uh, you know, I have a mentor named Chris Duggan and I think he absolutely slays it when it comes to leadership. Um, I think he does a great job. Uh, and, uh, which you know, company is he with? I, um, he's founded a couple companies, Badgeville, BetterWorks. Uh, he just founded a new company called Luna. Uh, I think it's getluna.com or tryluna.com, something like that. But um, it's really, it's really neat. He's just, he's a savvy, he's awesome at sales and marketing. He's just a, a very savvy dude. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business, Kyle? You know, it's a good question. I think uh, something I rely on every day. I mean, is Google Apps actually like it's such a collaborative environment, and then also Slack. I think Slack's incredible for team communication. It allows our remote teams, right, our team in San Francisco, our team in LA, and our team in Denver, to feel like we're in the same office consistently. It's actually the weirdest thing, right? Like these people will fly around, come into our office here. We have a couple in town right now from San Francisco, and it's like, man, it's like no difference really between being in the office and being remote. And that what an amazing. Uh, thing that world we live in today that you can use these tools and and make it feel that way. So I, I know I like it. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? About five. I have three kids, so that that Ooh. contributes to that. Three kids and married, I assume. Married, yep. Okay, married, three kids. Four, and four two, four two, and five months, man. Jeez, it's a little crazy, right? And how how old are you? Just turned thirty one this year. Thirty one. Well, you got your hands full. Last question: What do you wish your twenty year old self knew? Oh man, you know, I I wish I knew back then that. Um, uh, you know, I should probably be reading like a book a week. You know, I think, uh, I, I think I was probably spending more time on the internet reading Reddit than I was reading books. And I'll tell you, uh, I, I read about a book a week now and it's absolutely changed my life. Guys read more. There you have it from Kyle founded flow hub in 2015, helping folks in the cannabis industry, uh, in a legal compliant and regulatory way. Again, process payments on location They're They're working currently right now with about 500 different locations paying on average called 8,000 bucks per year. So doing about 330 grand per month right now, that's up from 120 grand per month back in August, 2017. So almost three X growth year over year. They raised about 8 million bucks team of 40 people between Denver, San Fran and LA economics, healthy 98% logo retention, annually, net revenue retention annually over 100%. They're just now starting to figure out and scale their marketing team to get into things like CAC, payback period, lifetime value, super healthy with low churn. Kyle, thank you for taking us to the top. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it, man.